Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, a new year, a new business. January is a very popular month for people thinking about starting a new business, so I thought it was a great opportunity to invite David Killeen, the chairman of the Irish Franchise Association, to join us on the show. So, David, let's start by explaining what a franchise is. Initially, what happens will be a business owner will actually develop a complete business system or a method of providing a product or service. They'll register the trademark, and the trademark identifies all aspects of that of that uh, business offer. And then um, that business owner, who would be deemed to be the franchisor, then would uh, allow an independent uh, franchisee to market products and services under the trademark. In business format, franchising, the, there would be a requirement of the franchisee to, um, to market the products and services in a, in a very strict adherence to the kind of operations manual that would support the, uh, the franchise model. And there would be an obligation on the franchisor, who was the original business owner, to actually train the new franchisee up in all aspects of running that business. You're the chairman of the Irish Franchise Association, so provide us with an insight into their work. Well, the association, Carl, is a voluntary organisation. The work of the the Franchise Association is to promote and develop ethical franchising and to try to create an environment within which that ethical business format franchising can grow. Uh, and we also satisfy ourselves with a strong training curriculum uh, that supports the franchise model. Because as I said earlier on, there's a requirement for the franchisor to train franchisees up in all aspects of running the business model. And that's the key attraction to to, to uh, best practice franchising. So if, if, if I'm looking at a business opportunity, I can actually be comfortable, once I've done my due diligence on the franchise models that I'm looking at, I can be comfortable that the model itself has proven that the franchisor themselves is, has, has, has a, uh, as a member of the Irish Franchise Association is an ethical operator. So there's somebody independently taking an assessment in relation to that. There's a strong training curriculum. So my, my chances of success uh, uh, as an entrepreneur buying into a franchise system is significantly stronger than if I was to start my own, my own company. Just on that, David, how successful are franchises? Even on a worldwide basis. Uh, the research would indicate that over 90% of ethical business format franchise businesses would remain in business after five years. And I would say that that compares very, very favourably to standalone startups. How popular is franchising here in Ireland? Because I do know in the US, when somebody goes out to start a business themselves, one of the first things they do is they take a look and see, is there a franchise in that area that they can invest in? That mindset isn't here in Ireland. Why not? And what do we need to do to get that there? That's a really good question, Carl. I think part and parcel of that is in relation to how franchising might be perceived. Uh, um, Because... When people talk about franchising, the breadth of franchising, if I if I allow somebody to trade under my trademark per se, uh, I, that can be legitimately called a franchise. Um, so there are there are probably some franchise concepts out there that wouldn't be business format franchises that wouldn't offer the same level of of support and training, and people would buy into those models and they have an, an, a kind of a misexpectation in relation to just the success rates. But from a business format franchising perspective, I, I think the job for us in the association is to heavily promote the, the, the success of 
as, uh, um, as of business format franchising as a, as, as a business concept itself. Um, and I think even in, in relation to government support, etc., I think there's an opportunity for us to actually um, get tighter with government in relation to getting a fuller understanding of the benefits that franchising can actually, can actually uh, uh, provide. Um, I think there's a historic perspective. Uh, uh, there may be a historic perspective that you know supporting franchises might might promote displacement. So, in other words, if I actually, if if, if there's support provided to the franchise sector, that what will happen is, say, for example, supporting somebody open up a new a new a new coffee shop or a, or, 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 a, or a food outlet. Um, that the likelihood is that's going to put somebody else out of business. So that's the displacement uh, model. But I think the experience within the sector would show very clearly, like if you look at the home care sector, for example, there's been an explosion on private home care suppliers, such as Home Instead, who entered the market back in 2005, uh, Right at Home, Comfort Keepers, Bluebird Care, Care Plus. All of these concepts were all new concepts into the Irish market that forged a new sector totally. And you look at the number of people, of caregivers that are actually uh, employed in that sector now. And franchising, by and large, actually developed and grew that sector first before independent operators decided to get, in, you know, to get, to get involved in the sector. So this was new concepts, new business ideas that people were seeing had worked in other countries and they brought them into the Irish market and we forged a, a totally new sector which employed significant numbers of people. And David, I do think that one of the misconceptions here in Ireland as well around franchising is that when you mention the word franchising, people automatically assume it's a food franchise like McDonald's or Subway or Starbucks but the sector is much wider than that, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's uh, and I think, you know, I, I think in fairness uh, within the franchise industry, it was those food food service concepts that actually broke broke ground. But there has been a phenomenal explosion in 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 in, in, in um, different franchise concepts. I mean, if 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 somebody was interested in relation to looking at, you know, what 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 type of sectors could they look at? There's obviously business to consumer. There's business to business. There's automotive. Uh, um, there's business coaching with the likes of action coach, business doctors, uh, leadership management. There's has been a huge explosion in relation to. There's been an absolute huge explosion over the last number of years in relation to children's education, STEM education franchises that have come into the Irish market. Um, you know, with Aloha, Bricks for Kids, Matnasium, Sherpa Kids. So there's, there's, there's vast, vast opportunities out there. Um, Robotink is another concept that, that has uh, come into the market uh, recently. So there's huge opportunities. You start to look at the financial services, look at cost management franchises such as BCM. There's coffee houses, there's home care, there's property. There's training with the likes of Pitman, signage companies printing companies, fitness companies, the list goes on. And David, how many franchise concepts are operating in Ireland right now? The latest research would say there's probably between about 160 and 170 individual concepts, but there's probably about 3,000 operating units out of those concepts. Uh, and that's the essence of, that's the benefits of franchising from a franchisor's perspective, because it's a terrific way for a franchisor to actually uh, generate geographic coverage and, and and heighten the brand awareness across uh, across you know larger geographic areas. Um, so so uh, yeah, there's there's um, you know 150 160 plus concepts available at the last at the last check, but uh, and those are right across a vast number of of, of different sectors. 
And David, I categorise business myself under four headings, and that's finance, marketing, operations and management. And it's very rare that you'll find those four qualities and experience within the one person. So that's probably another reason why franchising is ideal. No, it is, Carl. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and that's, that comes back to the business systems that underpin the franchise model. You know, because it's it, the the real success, the successful franchising is, is is systemizing the business in such a way is that that it's the systems that drive the business, and it's the people who drive the systems, and that's what a franchise model gives. And as you rightly say, you know, if you're light in relation to some certain uh, areas of expertise, I know plenty of people who are who are coming from a a non-sales or business development background that were concerned about, well, how can I grow my turnover? And then they look into the, into the content of the operations manual that's provided by the franchisor and the training that's been given to them. And suddenly they're competent and capable in that area. And they're supported then in their efforts as they actually grow their business. So, you know, that's where the true value in, in, a, in, a, in a franchise model actually sits. And David, for anyone listening to this morning's show that might be thinking about a change of career, might be thinking about self-employment, or indeed even thinking about a franchise, what advice would you give them in terms of research and due diligence? Again, a a, a great question, Carl. And and it's one thing that actually people can often skim on, um, which which, uh, obviously... Many people that I would be advising directly, I'd be saying you have to do the due diligence. You have to look into the you have to look into the franchise company. You have to look to see who's behind the franchise company. Yeah, you have to look at how long they're established. Uh, and through the process, so a, the franchising is a kind of a peculiar type of relationship. I say this to both franchisees and franchisors. You know, um, it's not about it's not about necessarily selling franchises per se. It's making sure it's having that conversation around making sure that the franchise that you're that you're looking at um, that it sits with with, with 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 you know what you're passionate about, and it's also about making sure that as you're going through the the assessment the process with the franchisee, you should be as much assessing as to whether they're, as a franchisee, the franchisor is right for you, as the franchisor is assessing as to whether the franchisee is right for them. So there's, 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 there's a significant amount of, of, of questions they should be asking. Like if people want to go onto the, the Irish Franchise Association website, which is www.irishfranchiseassociation.com, there's advice there in relation to questions that they should be asking. But primarily it's about doing the due diligence. And it's about satisfying themselves. And the other, the other thing that I would that I would always recommend to prospective franchisees is not not to necessarily listen to the projections that might be presented, but to crunch the numbers themselves and satisfy themselves that there there is a there is a, a business model that they can deliver on. Because often what happens is people will look to to you know, they might be presented with projections, but under those projections, there's a strong disclaimer saying that you can't rely on these numbers, etc. But people don't do the number crunching to satisfy themselves and don't put together their business plan uh, to support, you know, their, uh, I suppose, their decision to actually, uh, you know, uh, buy the franchise. So if you are starting your own business, you will always do a business plan. You'll always do your you know, thorough analysis. You'll do your projections. Franchising. If you're buying a franchise, it should be no different for the franchisee to. To, to conduct that due diligence themselves. They're very good points. Now, one other opportunity as well when it comes to franchising is it's a great way for some business to actually grow and develop. So for anyone listening this morning that's in business, that is considering growing that business and looking for the right way to go about it, and maybe considering franchising as the right route, 
How do they know that their business is suitable to franchising? There's probably two things that I would say. Um, the most important thing is business success is not, is not reliant on the business owner or the personality of the business owner. There needs to be that robust business model. There needs to be that robust system. But the other point that I'd like to make is, uh, and again, this is always, you know, with, 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 with uh, franchise or clients to come to me, um, you know, they have to, they, they decide on a strategy to franchise their business because they see it as a great way to actually to, to grow and share their business success with their franchise partners, but it's a great way to grow uh, um, and obviously continue to generate revenue out of those, uh, uh, out of the franchisee network that they can put, put back into the model and further grow the model. Um, but one of the things I often say to people is, you know, franchising is just a growth strategy. It's just a way to grow a business. Um, in real terms, if you look at the, the fundamental elements of what constitutes a very strong and robust franchise model is, well, obviously the legal agreements would be in place. But outside of that, the operations manual and the business systems and the training curriculum, every single business, whether you go franchising or not, really should, should have those as the foundation stones of any business. And then, because what often happens to me is people come to me and say, I want to franchise my business. And you say, OK, well, what documentation have you done? Not an awful lot, you know. So then you have to say you have to start generating the operations manual from the get-go. Whereas, whereas if they had actually been building their business from the very start on the principles of, you know, best practice franchising, documenting their operations manuals, documenting their training curriculums, developing their business systems, so it's the systems that are driving the business. Well, then that makes the transition uh, from franchise or, or from, from, from company operations into franchising so much simpler and so much easier. But it also means then if, if, if the business owner wants to replicate the business model themselves in a different location or a different territory or a different region without having to go down the franchise route, they have all the operations manuals, they have how to, how to build the, the location, how to fit out the location, how to operate the, the, the location. So it really is, it, it, the essence of good franchising, you know, every business really should be building their business on the basis of that. And then it just makes the, the growth decision or the growth strategy decision so much simpler because if you already have your operations manual and you already have your, if you already have your, 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 your proper training curriculum and your business, your business systemized, it just means then that you can very easily then look at developing your, 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 your growth strategy around franchising. And it makes that transition so much easier than having to put about a year's work into preparing your business for franchising before you embark on your franchise strategy. It's good advice, David. Now, finally, it's an exciting time of the year for the Irish Franchise Association as you're about to launch your 2022 Irish Franchise Awards. It is actually an exciting time. It's very, very important from our point of view that we that we continue to to drive on the mission of the association and probably improve the benefits to our to our members. And yeah, our award ceremony is actually scheduled for the, uh, after an absence of two years due to COVID, obviously, uh, when we were restricted from having, uh, when there were restrictions around any functions. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting for us to see that we're going to be back uh, presenting and recognising excellence in franchising. One thing that we have seen in the association is how our members have actually adapted uh, and, and, and innovated and how they have kind of fast tracked a lot of the the, the, the the business plans that they have to 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 cope with the, with that particular situation interestingly also on the other side what we're seeing is we're actually seeing individuals who have been on that um hamster wheel let me call it um, and due, due to covid been forced to work from home has given them an, actually an opportunity to reassess their 
their life. And we we are starting to see very strong interest in in people investigating franchising as a career change path because they they want to put their they want to put their future in in their own hands and they want to get off the flywheel. They want to kind of get away from a situation whereby whereby they're you know gone at half six in the morning with a two hour commute and you know or, or landing back home in the evening time. They want to actually start to invest time in their and 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 the energies and actually putting their their own de- de- destiny in their own hands and uh, no better route to, than than franchising uh, to do that. So yeah, look if people are looking for more information, please uh, visit our website. As I said, it's uh, www.irishfranchiseassociation.com, um, and uh, we are really excited to to have the awards back uh, on March the 25th. It'll be held in, in the Radisson Blue in Golden Lane. And um, I just can't wait to see uh, to see all these old faces again back uh, celebrating everything that's excellent about franchising. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was David Killeen, the chairman of the Irish Franchise Association. And I'd like to thank David for joining us on this morning's show. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.